So welcome to our new season of Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ Ministry and a new season of exciting podcasts. As I step into my new year, I promise to live my best life. Therefore, I have lots of exciting new podcasts for your listening pleasure. And this is Real Talk with Real People, a candid conversation with me, your host, I am Dr. Caroline Bethia Jones, and I am delighted to bring you a fresh new episode of Real Talk with Real People. My guest tonight is Psalmist Amanda Dixon. Miss Dixon is an emerging prophetic worshiper who is passionate about seeing the body of Christ worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Come on now. Said to be an anointed like David, Amanda ministers through singing and playing the piano. Through her music, her prophetic songs and utterances, she has transformed lives. She has transported her audience to a higher dimension where the glory of God resides. And we are blessed to have her here tonight as our guest. So Amanda, thank you for joining me tonight. Hi. I'm, yeah. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Jones, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can call me whatever you want to call me. <laughs> nice. Call me a nice name. Okay. It's nice. I, I'll remember I, nothing less than that. Nothing less than that. Right. So it's really, really good to have you. I'm really, really happy to have you here today. You are such. You have such a beautiful, radiant smile. So just even being in my presence today has given me some blessings because I see this big old giant smile. <laughs> I ain't got nothing but blessings coming now. Oh, I'm so truly honored. I'm so truly blessed and humbled to be here tonight. You know, you're reading that bio. I'm like, who in the world is talking about? <laughs> and that's exactly, that was a great segue because I was going to say that even though I read this marvelous bio, I am sure you have a lot more to say about yourself. I want to hear about the authentic you. So we're just going to have a chit-chat. Can we just have a chit-chat? Well, we definitely can. We most definitely can. All right, then. We're going to put all the bios away, and we're just going to talk. So I tell you what, Amanda, why don't you tell me and my audience a little bit about you? What do you want us to know about you? So the bio, <laughs> it highlighted the uh, my ministry aspect, but a lot of people don't know all the other things that I have going on. But I'm Amanda. I'm 31 years old. I was born in Jamaica, so I'm from the Caribbean. <laughs> I love Jamaica. <laughs> and I've been in America since the age of 10. Um, currently, professionally, I am an FPNA, so that's a financial planner and analysis. Okay. So I spend many of my days looking at numbers. Like a lot of people know me as a keyboard player, but they don't know that I spend my whole day looking at numbers. So that's one thing that, that people don't know about me. Okay. Uh, beyond that, I'm also a business owner. I do own three businesses. So I have um, Amanda Dixon Music, um, I have Dixon Financial Service Group. So that's like your one-stop shop because different people, I always tell people, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be the homeless person or the billionaire. As long as you are alive, you have some kind of financial goal. 
And the vision for that is to become that place where people can come and get their financial needs met. And then I also recently started a business with my dad. He's in construction. So that's Dixon Home Improvement. So something to keep me very different kind of businesses, but they all encompass all the different things that I'm involved in. (laughs) Now you, you, you are, you are letting us know that that stereotype about Jamaicans having a lot of jobs is true. (laughs) You know, yeah. Okay. Yes. I am a living testimony. We are very hard working. (laughs) I mean, like she don't got one job. She got three. I got three. three and some of us are struggling trying to just get up and go to one job. Here you are. You got three jobs. But but you said that when I came, I had this big smile. Right? This is me all day long. So I always have all this energy. I don't drink coffee for that reason. I don't drink coffee because that would just be a different kind of <laughs> dynamic. So I have all this energy and I just always believe in being productive. So and, and you know, some of us, we, we're, we're gifted. We, we have many different talents. And I always believe and recently I came to the belief that and God even spoke to me saying, I gifted you this, not so that you can suppress one thing, but I want you to capitalize on all the different areas. Many of us think we have to choose. Do I choose between doing this and that? It's like God say, no, I gave you the desires. I gave you the skill set. Do it all. <laughs> and, I, and I'm living by that philosophy. Yes, you're a woman after my own heart because I live by that philosophy too. I tell, uh, sometimes people say to me, why don't you just pick a pro- profession? Why don't you just pick something? I don't want to pick something. You know, like people say, well, you you know, if you're a jack of all trades, that means you're not experienced in Except none. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I don't agree with that either. I'm with you. I'm going to do whatever my heart desire because I can do all things who gives me strength. And I'm talking all things. All things. Decide to do. And it looks like you the same way. Absolutely. That's actually my, if I could pick a scripture to exemplify my life, it is that Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things because it's, I think it's God that he gives you the desire and then he empowers you to do it. And not only are you doing it, but you're doing it with excellence. Who can you complain about that? You know, no one can complain about that. Um, besides the work, you know, I want you to know you preaching a sermon right there. Am I? Am I? And you didn't realize you preaching a sermon, but that was that was a sermon right there. You know, that was a sermon. And you know, if, and if anybody caught that, they're gonna be blessed. Okay, oh, yeah. because you know, a lot of people don't know that they have the power within themselves to do the things. Okay, God ain't gonna leave you without power. No, He's not. So if, if He gives you the ability to do it, then you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Because you got the power to do it. So that was a sermon right there. It's amazing because there's so many people that have the dreams. They have the visions. And many people, they don't move on it because of self-doubt. I'm not good enough. I was that person. (laughs) Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged where you have self-doubt. I'm not sure if I'm good enough and all of this stuff. And we, 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 even just this week, I was like, I am no longer going to self-sabotage. I put it on my social media and said, I'm not going to self-sabotage because we talk ourselves out and, and we don't need anyone to discourage us because of our internal self low self-esteem and so many people have so many beautiful vision dreams business ideas that the world needs the world needs it but we're not moving so absolutely and we're not moving out of fear but 
Yeah. But and also too, you're 31 years old with all this wisdom. Oh my goodness. All this wisdom at 31 years old. Wow. It's amazing because when I when I was growing up, I remember um someone had prayed over me and said that God was gonna give you that gift of wisdom. And then when I was growing up to as well, I love spending time with like my seniors seniors i i i've even in church i would spend more time with mother mother jones or 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 auntie such and such i felt more comfortable hanging out with them and just listening to them because they had so much wisdom to share and i'm that believer saying you know like you always you always heard people say um you know, I got to make my own mistakes. No, I'm going to learn from the mistakes that you've made so that I can take, learn from your experience so that I can move a little bit further. And, and because of that, you know, I think it has shaped who I am and, you know, and how I perceive and approach life, so to speak. You sure you're not my daughter? You sure? I know. I thought my mom was around here, but you know, I can become an adopted daughter. I'm oh fine. <laughs> you have the same philosophies. It's like so amazing to see somebody so young. But um, but but it's good. Let's let's talk about some of your other talents. Let's talk about your musical talents because I love music. First of all, I love music. So let's talk about your your new CD, your new album. Let's talk about um, what, how you got started with playing and getting involved with music. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So I came from a musical family. My dad plays the piano. My mom, she used to play the guitar, but she sings. My sister sings. My brother plays the drums. There's a whole bunch of musicians running around here. And um, how did I get started? Well, when I came to America at the age of 10, um, I had a choice to go to two different schools and one was a performing arts school. And I had prayed to God. I was like, God, if you could just get me into the school, everything I have, I'll give back to you. So me going to, it was Academy for Farming Arts. I don't think they're around anymore. Um, but going to that school, everyone had to sing. We had to learn an instrument. We had to dance. They would teach us jazz and ballet. And we had to do drama. We had to, so they, and I like that because you get to get exposed to all the different things. So attending that school got me started with singing and I was playing the violin. My very first instrument was actually the violin. It wasn't the piano. Mm -hmm. And then Yes, the violin. Yes. I think everybody's first um instrument was a violin. Because I my daughter played the violin too. It must be the violin. They must push that on you. It does. I, I just liked it, you know, and I, and I still love it. I still have it upstairs. I haven't like taken, I took it out a few weeks ago. Um, so it was my first instrument. I love the sound of strings. It's so beautiful, melodic. Um, and so going from Academy of Performing Arts, graduating from high school, I had to choose, am I going to continue the violin or am I going to do singing because we had different high schools I was going to so um I ended up choosing to focus on singing and while I was in high school because I could not play the violin anymore I started leaning a little bit more to the piano um to compensate for that and it was in my house my dad was playing it I became more curious in that so now I spend a lot of time traveling state by state singing and playing the piano worshiping um it's very interesting um needless to say to be expressing myself because there was a season that i wasn't doing it <laughs> and we can we can unpack that a little bit more later okay 
Okay. Um, but you got behind the piano and you started focusing on your singing. But yes. this is a new CD, right? So did, did you write all of the music or did someone tell you what to play? Everything that I've done with this new project, it's original. I've written it myself. Um, all of this came about, just so everyone know, I just came out with my very first project. It's called The Sound of Heaven. It came out November 1st. Um, and that came about as I was traveling. A lot of people used to come to me and say, wow, every time you play, I feel the peace of God. Or wow, every time you play, I could think clearer. And I, I just feel very calm. And, and, and as they were, as everyone kept on saying that different states, different people kept on having the same thing. And then everyone kept on coming and saying, I need an instrumental. I need something to play. Cause you know, some people they'll um, have the soaking music in the background. Um, so I used to start getting people reaching out saying, I need an instrumental. I need something. Can you work on it? And originally I was just going to do something small for that person, something small for this person. And I was like, Amanda, that's nuts. What you doing? Just do one thing for everybody. So I started working on the instrumental. And while I was working on that, I got a prophetic um, um, prophetic word from my apostle. And he was like, Amanda, the Lord is saying you need to work on an album. So, you know, I was like, okay, father, I've never done an album before, but send all the right people. So right now I, I released this instrumental in November. I'm working on the album and I'm writing the songs as the father gives me instruction, directions, and, and just going with whatever Holy spirit wants me to do as it relates to that project. Okay. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Really beautiful. All right. So, um, Rodlin has joined. Hi, Rodlin. And I want to give her an opportunity Hello. to literally join us. So, Rodlin, how are you? I'm doing well, Miss Jones. How are you doing today? Hey, Mandy. Um, Hi. Thank you for joining us, Rodlin. Um, because I wanted you to have an opportunity to be a part of the conversation as well. So I'm going to ask you a question, Rodlin, since I have you on this phone. Um, you reached out to me about Amanda yeah. because I yeah. didn't know Amanda. I didn't know anything about her, but I'm so glad I met her. She's just such a lovely person. So <laughs> what inspired you to reach out to me for, for um, Amanda to join this podcast? So I've seen what you've been doing with your podcast and I just felt like it would be a good connection. Like I thought that, you know, you, you know, a lot of interesting people. I think she's pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like it would be a good connection. Funny enough. She's just like, Oh my God, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm like, no, don't be nervous. Miss Jones is really, <laughs> really sweet. I was like, she's really nice. You'll it's be funny. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm like, I'm <laughs> I told her there's absolutely no reason to be nervous. Just, you know, I just think you guys would have a great connection. And so far, from what I've heard, it sounds like it's going well. Yes, it is. So I want to thank you personally, Rodlin, for um, um, recommending that Amanda join this podcast because she's really, really a great person and I want everybody out there to know how great she is. So I want to give her a little bit more time to talk about herself. Now we talked about her musical um inspirations, but remember, she got three jobs. So, ah. <laughs> so I want her to tell us about the other parts of her life too. 
So, it's so uh, funny. what's going on with that business of yours? The the financial planning business. What do you? Do? Yeah. Okay, so it's so funny. Three jobs and two non for profit, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> that's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I have Dixon Financial Service Group. So um, that vision currently what I'm doing with that because I literally just started it this year. Um, and I know that the vision is so big because eventually I want it to be, um, like I said earlier, that one-stop shop, not only for the individuals, but even for businesses, government, um, any kind of entity that has some kind of financial goal. And um, what I hope to do is because I've learned that a lot of people and a lot of entities do not handle their finances properly. Um, so currently under that, guys, I am doing budget seminars. I am also hosting like one-on-one -on -one personal financial coaching just to kind of be a sort of an accountability partner for those that need that extra handhold. And it's kind of like a therapist, you know, you go to deal with these different things. And, and I, and, and I always tell people when they come to me, I'm not the person that comes and say, you can't spend that. You can't buy that. I, I don't do that. No, I'm just trying to help teach you a better way or a more efficient way to get what you want, <laughs> but not to your detriment and to just exercise that muscle. And while I've hosted my last budget seminar, it dawned on me, I said, a lot of us as adults, we don't have good financial practices because we didn't master it while we were growing up. So I'm actually, I just wrote a book. Well, yeah, I just remember. I just wrote a children's book. <laughs> Tell me. We don't talk about that young lady. We don't talk about you being an author, but go ahead and finish. I wrote a children's book um, and now it has to get edited and the illustrators have to do their stuff that teaches children how to save, how to handle their money. And what I'm planning on doing is doing like a whole book release. And I've researched a few banks that I want them to come. I saw there's one bank locally that they offer like um, a certain dollar amount free to every child on their birthday, they'll give them this money deposit into their bank account to just get our children involved to start learning how to handle their finances. So that's one business that I'm currently working on. And I'm, I'm grateful for the feedback and all that's going on in that area. Yeah, that that sounds amazing. I might have to, you know, talk to you a little bit later about that particular portion. Because <laughs> And I'm serious. I'm serious because I, I I'm really gonna need to talk to you, and not even so much for myself, but for um, ministry work. Absolutely, I might need to talk to you a little bit later about that. Absolutely, but, you can pick my brain. People do it all the time. You can pick my brain after we're done. <laughs> but you're a writer. Hey, you're you I was <laughs> when I said you were a writer, I was talking about musical stuff. <laughs> you are an actual writer. One other thing that we have in common, young lady, because I am a writer also. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Look at look at all this stuff we have in common, right? So tell me, tell me about your writing. When did you start writing? I literally, it was an idea that came as I was um, teaching the budget seminar and I was driving to an event and the whole story unfolded. And it's based on my little nephew. Um, it's called Temi and the Big Red Scooter. 
And it's it's a story. It takes this little child on a journey. He wants the big red scooter. And his mom gives him the money. And on the way, he stops at different places because he sees something that he wants. And he starts to spend the money and all of this stuff. And by the time he gets to the big red scooter, he doesn't have enough money. And then it goes through that whole journey of learning how to save and to, you know, have a little bit of self-control and, you know, different kind of life skills that children need to learn. But it just happened by happenstance. It's not like I had an aspiration to be an author, but I, I saw it as an opportunity to reach a different audience that's necessary especially when it comes to finance um so that it happened by accident <laughs> i'm an author by accident you always I, girl do you know in my early years i would tell people that very same thing that i am an <laughs> literally use the same words that i am an author by accident i have said that so many times i'm telling you you you're my clone. It could be the prophetic. It could be the prophetic. <laughs> You're like my clone right now. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. But there are no accidents is what I um, learned later on in life. You may not have had it in you to think about writing this book, but it was always in you. In and you. At the right time, God brought it out of you. That's true. That's yeah. so true. And, and I'm learning to, to, to be available to be a response or an answer or a solution to a problem. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what God wants for all of us to just be available and whatever yeah. he desires to use us, however he sees fit, he might make you an author today. Tomorrow he might make you a news reporter. We don't know, but whatever he wants to do, it's just being a willing and available vessel. Yes. And that's another prophetic thing you just said, being a willing and available vessel. Um, but yeah, let's continue because I'm learning so much about you. I want to <laughs> So what else you got for us? What else are you hiding that we gonna find out a little bit later? <laughs> I think one thing that you might be interested in is um I'm also a CFO for a non for profit. It's called Onyx Repository Co. And it was founded in New Jersey. I love Onyx. And the reason why Onyx is is Onyx is that vehicle because we did a thorough research and we realized that communities of minority owned that are probably dense by minority, we are oftentimes the consumers, but not very frequently the owners. And what Onyx wants to do is we want to become that, that, that force that comes and helps black owned businesses to be able to be sustainable, sustain their business practice, or even to scale. So what does Onyx want to do? Onyx provides a group of trained professionals to come in and assess that business. If there's a black owned business that's in the community that they're struggling for whatever reason, we'll come in. This is the long-term goal. And I'll tell you what we're currently doing. We would come in, assess the business because a lot of businesses are not flourishing for many reasons. It could be that you have terrible business practice. It could be that you there it could be that you don't have the proper business structure, the business plans. It could be an HR issues where the morale is poor and your employees are not happy. It could be a marketing problem where people just don't know your business exists. It could even be a financial problem. You your accountant or your books is not together, so you cannot really assess that you're overspending here, there, and there. It could be so many different things why of 
particular business is not flourishing and Onyx wants to be that vehicle. It's a non-for-profit that comes in and partners with that business so that that business owner can tweak their practices and begin to excel. And then what we also realize is that it could also be a financial thing. You just don't have access to capital to scale your business. So we are in the process of raising funds to be able to secure grants that we will um, partner in however we're going to structure it to be able to be that kind of sort of bridge for that business to be able to gain access to the capital that it needs to scale. Um, so what we're currently doing, it's, I told him, I told my, um, CFO, Rodney, I said, you know, this is a very big vision. And I told him, I said, it's going to take at least five years to pick up traction. We're in like year number three. And what we were doing is that we're in the capital raising phase. And we started out by soliciting like membership fees, but that's, that's, that's not working. So what we did is that we pivoted a little bit and we designed a few apps. We designed like the pull up. You're going to be like, what else did these people are not doing? What are these people not doing? <laughs> but we designed, um, a pull up app. It's kind of like Uber. Um, and then we have Chow Down that's kind of like DoorDash. And we're actually pleasantly surprised because we're starting to see, um, it picked up traction, especially with our pull up app. Our drivers, they love us because they get the majority of the commission of the fee that the, that our clients use. Our clients love us because our fees are compare, um, competitive with like Uber and Lyft. And what we do is that we put that in the reservoir. And even just recently, our city, um, we just secured a contract to partner with our city where they will use pull-up to, to transport people to the rehab um, centers to address some of the local drug crisis that's going on in that city. And then we also have our school board that's looking to partner with us to help transport students from school to wherever they need to for the parents that might not have access to like that transportation, public transportation, or might not even have access to come and get their children from school and then need them to get home safely. So I'm really excited about the different things that's happening with Onyx. So that's something else that I'm doing that I'm involved with. <laughs> that's amazing. Now you said there were two nonprofits, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So the second one um, is Ladder Rain, Ladder Rain Apostolic Ministries, where I'm the treasurer. And I love Ladder Rain because it's similar to Onyx. The same thing where Onyx partners with businesses, Ladder Rain does the same thing for ministries. Um, because we realize that there are many churches that they might not have certain things in place and Ladder Rain wants to come in and partner with that ministry so that we can help strengthen your leadership team but also strengthen the members because a lot of pastors a lot of leaders they're stressed <laughs> they're stressed they're, and they're like we're tired and 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 sometimes you're stressed because the people may not be properly equipped yeah. to be able to help you with your vision so for example if you need help with your intercessory team we'll come in and teach them how to pray if it's worship that's my domain we come and teach you how to worship is if it's administrative stuff we come in and help you structure your 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 um your ministry to the way that it needs to be in order for you to excel. And so that's the, one of the main vision for Onyx. And then on the back side of things, I mean laddering, and on the back side of the things, we have a passion for people without homes. So we go out very frequently to feed the homeless. And in 2024, we're moving towards um, making the different steps that we need to do to get a transitional home. So we're very excited about what's happening in that area. So we have Onyx and Lattery, my two little heartbeats. <laughs> you are an amazing young woman. 
No, I'm, I'm, if no one's told you that is, I'm telling you that you are an amazing young woman. Oh my God. It's you. God is using you and blessing you. You are incredible. Rylan, isn't she not incredible? <laughs> I'm sure you know that though. Wow. Well, I am really blessed. I, I you know, I, I remember, um, I, I'll say this. I, I remember when I was suicidal and very depressed. One thing the father or God has said to me, he said, well, since you don't want to live for you, will you live for me? Will you give me me your life? So because of that, like I said, um, whenever something arises or there's a need, I, I don't mind serving because that was my agreement. I said, God, I want to live. <laughs> I'll live for you. So whatever desire or burden or, or need that I see, I am that person that will jump in and, and help. I used to be the person that gives the very last. Now, God is giving me some wisdom now mm -hmm. of not giving my very last anymore, but I'm still helping in any capacity that I need. I have a heart to see people become better version of themselves. So it's a desire. And however I can help, I'm going to help. So that's, that's, that, yeah, that's my heart right there. <laughs> wow. That I, I meet very few people like you and I wish I met more people like you. And um, thank you for sharing um, something very personal um, to you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, because there's many, many people out there who have felt that way, um, who have gone that path. And they need to see that that's not where it ends. That's Absolutely. Not, yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm just so blessed to be just a vehicle. It's just being a vehicle. I used to tell some of my friends, I said to Rodlin sometimes, you know, people are just not as caring, not as kind. And I think um, you saw me smile because I'm always smiling. I think we just need a little bit more sunshine to be like, guys, it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. And to just come in and, and bring that kind of energy and say, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Well, you are definitely a blessing. You're, you've been a blessing to me. And I know you're going to be a blessing to anyone who listens to this. And um, I wish you nothing but the best. And I don't have to wish the best for you because it looks like God done poured his blessings all down on top of your head, down your body, into your feet. And he hey. goes, you. Praise God. Yeah, what's next? What's next? I, I know you said something about singing. So you're going to have yes. a CD where we're going to hear some singing since the first one was instrumental. So are you going to do a singing one? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone kept on saying, this is nice, Amanda, but we want to hear you sing. We want to hear you sing. So the next album is going to have me playing and singing. I am shooting for a May release, God's willing, um, that that entire project is going to happen. It's going to have some singing in there. It's going to have prayer on it and then at the end i'm gonna have like a whole soaking session where people could just um sit and 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 and, and just listen and just take in the presence of god so i have that going on next year with um the music and then because i wrote the book this year um that i was telling you about hopefully i'll be able to release that sometime next year so i do have that going on so i, I have a few stuff up my sleeves to keep me busy in 2024 keep you busy like you ain't busy enough <laughs> you just said to keep you busy because you are busy <laughs> to keep 
You're supernatural over here. <laughs> I can do all things. Yes, you can. Through Christ. <laughs> through yes, Christ. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> I can. It's so funny because people are like, don't you have a job? <laughs> I do. I have a nine to five. I do have a nine to five. But yeah, the FPNA financial plan analysis, that's my nine to five that I work for a company, but I can work remotely. So I get to be able to move around a little bit more than, for, than, than being in the actual office building. So yeah, I try to stay busy. I try to stay busy. Okay. <laughs> So how can, how can our audience um, reach you? Where can they find you? Yes. So I have my own website. That's I am Amanda Dixon.com. I am A M A N D A Dixon D I X as in xylophone. O and Nancy.com. You know, I don't know the right alpha Bravo the terminology. I am Amanda Dixon.com. And then it's the same name on all my social media. My Instagram is I am Amanda Dixon. My Facebook is Amanda Dixon. So any of those avenues, you can find me. I think I have a green. I'm the girl with the green shirt with a big smile on. You can't miss me because you're going to see the smile. You're going to be like, oh, that's her. That, yeah, that's me. <laughs> smile, everybody. I wish you could see the smile. It's great big. <laughs> it is great big. And where can they get your CD? My CD, you can get it from all platforms. So iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora. I think they have a new one called Deezer. Any kind of major platforms, you can look it up. The Sound of Heaven, Amanda Dixon. Um, and it's like 28 minutes long. So you get like a good good um length of music to listen to and i tell people it's one of those things that you listen to to calm you down um i've i've had many people say hey it was able to put me to sleep because it, it brings that kind of peace it's that kind of thing if you you need some peace go get the sound of heaven <laughs> right you heard that if you need some peace and all of you need some peace don't have to be any peace because i know you do because this is a crazy world we live in we all so i want everybody to go out and get this CD by Amanda Dixon because I am pretty sure that you're going to feel exactly the way everybody else has felt who has listened to it. I want to thank you for being my guest today. And before we leave this space, I'm going to ask Rodlin if she wants to say something before she gets disconnected again. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I'm having technical difficulties over there. But I thought this... <laughs> this was a great interview. Miss Jones, thank you so much for having Amanda. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I think a few people could be blessed from this interview and learn a thing or two. So it was my pleasure listening in. <laughs> okay. It's my pleasure having you on too, Rylan, because I know it made Amanda feel safe in a safe environment <laughs> with some videos. <laughs> And we want all our people to feel safe. So you out there right now, I want you to know that we are back. We are back with our brand new podcast. You can look for all the many podcasts under Caroline Bethia Jones. Um, this one is called Real Talk with Real People, a candid conversation with me, your host, Dr. Caroline Bethia Jones. But I want to thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, we will see you soon. So have a good evening. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>